Hello and welcome to Pure Worship Radio. This is Scott Cunningham. I'll be your host as we highlight and interview various worship leaders and artists who love Jesus and are writing songs that both edify the church and glorify Christ. Our mission is to capture the story behind the songs and the heart behind the music. So thanks for joining us today. We pray that you're greatly encouraged by our time of letting the word of Christ dwell in you richly through psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs. And today we're thankful to have Garrett from Worship Mob on the program, and we're going to be starting off today's show with some of their music from their latest recordings.
that was music from Worship Mob here on Pure Worship Radio. And today we have the privilege of having Garrett Shanoth representing their ministry on the show today. And Garrett, thanks so much for taking some time to be a part of the program. <laughs> oh, it's, you know, it's a privilege. I love what you guys are doing by what I'm hearing. It's, it's exciting to be here. Awesome. Well, just to give a little uh, context to our listeners of uh, your ministry and yeah. and the vision and mission of it, maybe you could kind of share about what uh, Worship Mob is and where it started and, and kind of your heart for yeah. that. Yeah, sure. No, yeah. Thanks for having us on, too. I mean, this is really, really, it's an exciting time for our ministry, you know. Yeah. None of us expected any of this, you know, and, and, you know, some people are really enjoying it. So thank you again for having us on. Yeah. A lot. Um, Worship Mob, you know, basically, it wasn't. It wasn't. It was just an idea. My my buddy Sean, um, he he basically been in playing a lot of bands, in, in like a worship leader scenario. He realized that a lot of, a lot of the places he was playing in these churches, they were kind of being burnt out, and he kind of saw that there was some there were some things missing because people, it, you know, there was just there was just elements that felt like the, it, it was to him. It was like, oh, if we, if we poured into these people that were pouring out more, then then I, then they can come with like full hearts you know, ready to just, you know, pour and release onto the, you know, their respective congregations. So he, he, he had a vision, he felt like he felt God asked him to start something in his own house and basically make a studio where musicians come together and worship leaders and just jam and kind of like express their hearts and just start pouring into each other in a safe environment. And that's kind of how it started about four years ago. And then it, mm. <laughs> and then it started like morphing because it, you know, it wasn't, you know, a lot of times we think God is taking it one place, and it's like, no, actually, I, I want to do something totally different, not your plans. Yeah. These better plans, actually. And so they, all these people started, you know, pouring in because it's the environments that were being created when people were just coming and just, you know, just to just say, Lord, what do you want? And just with an you know, open heart and a safe place, it just started like, I don't know, just changing the environment drastically, where it became something that was palpable in the air that... It, there was a, there's just an electricity and like a love and like God kept leading us in certain directions and all of a sudden you know we, we just became kind of like a family and it, and then it, and then the, from that point on we just felt like God said you know let him lead it he's really good at leading these things you know and yeah. and then also so we have like twenty twenty churches people from all sorts of different churches represented not just musicians anymore anybody can come it's Thursday nights and. And uh, we just we just basically uh, surrender the agenda at the beginning of the night and release people's hearts to be who they really are and take all the stress off of it and just you know surrender it to the Lord and then let it go and see what God wants to do that night. And we you know we encourage people if they have something on their heart to share that and um, to be kind of bold in that. Mm-hmm. And as long as it's rooted in love, you know you're free to do whatever. You, you go with go with your heart. You know as long yeah. as you. It's in a loving place, and and it just seems like that's a, it's a refreshing environment. So it's really like a um, like a night of worship that you guys facilitate. Um, yeah. Is it once a week or once a month that you guys do that? Oh yeah, we do that. We do this once a week, so it's every Thursday night, and just different. You know, one week, one week, it's, we might just focus on just uh, you know the people inside the walls. You know, for yeah. the people that come regularly, and then the next week it might be okay. This week we're gonna we're gonna like release, and like open our hearts, and let God minister, and then we're gonna pour that out to the world by recording the, our hearts, you know, out loud mm. and in microphone setting. And that's how these songs that were born that were on this album they they weren't planned. They were most of it is like thirty minute songs just from hearts that we edited down to put on this album. And um, the, I think the unique factor in it is it's, it's, it's really just pours out from the center of these people after they spent hours with love, with agape, with God. And mm. it's really, it's been a powerful result. 
that's so that's where the songs are birthed, birthed out of those yeah. moments of worshiping exactly. the Lord together and it's, praying. It's and interdenom- yeah, it's mm-hmm. interdenominational. So there's there's no there's no talking. We don't talk about theologies a lot of times. We actually focus on love. We say, listen, we're brothers and sisters. We love each other. That's the root of everything. Mm-hmm. Without that, there's gums. It's just gums. You know, there's no message without it rooted in compassion and care and kindness and seeing the hearts of people. And and let and then releasing that and loving people where they're at, kind of how we're all, we're all loved by God, you know, mm-hmm. and and just kind of having that kind of as a model, and it, and it the rest kind of tends to take care of itself, yeah. And at least in our experience, you know. Yeah, and you guys are based in Colorado. Yeah, we're in Colorado Springs. That's yeah. where that's where our particular now. There's there's multiple worship ops that have been formed. Um, where people saying, hey, we love this model, and we just want to get together and kind of just hang out and kind of soak in God's presence and let Him speak over us, too, you know? So it's a back-and-forth dialogue kind of a worship experience. And and, um, and a lot of people are doing that. I think, I, I, I don't know, I think we lost track, but there was probably a 15, 20 different countries have a worship bomb in, in them at this point. We're asked to go overseas now and uh, every once in a while, and then probably different 10 or 12 and or 15, perhaps, even in... Uh, in the United States here. So mm-hmm. it's just, but we just kind of let people have their own vision for it. You know, yeah. whatever you believe God's asking you to do, it's just someplace where hearts are safe and that we can unify around love. And that's worship mob. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, 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 that's to us what the fundamental premise of being, you know, a church and a family is. Right. It's coming together. So how did you get in involved uh, personally in that ministry? I'm his son. If, you know, we played on the same worship team together about, about 10 years ago now, and we were in the same church environment. And, and so we had become friends during that time. And after we had, we had been called to a different place, he had just, he had said, hey, Garrett, we're doing this thing. This is when it was just getting going. And my wife is a singer. She's one of the singers on the album. And so she went there and started singing on some of these recordings. And then, you know, one thing led to another, and I just felt like this was a place that God had asked us to kind of... Uh, help facilitate this, which I feel like is a pretty amazing uh, glimpse into the heart of a family of God, you know, and I just, it just was attractive because it wasn't just my, it wasn't me versus anybody. Right. And that's what I don't, that's the hard part when I have to make somebody be against somebody and it just became like, no, we just want, we just, it was an environment where they just wanted to love people, Mm -hmm. you know, where they're at and actually follow through with that. And that felt really safe to me. And, uh, and we began to have great friends and family come out of that place and so it's it's perfect for us awesome awesome well let's talk about some of these songs that you guys have recorded um on your on your projects sure. and uh specifically um, we made a little list of these songs uh let's start yeah. with the song satisfied oh satisfied yeah this is this was uh you know on the album it's the first song and you know our our guy with integrity uh, one of our close friends adrian adrian he's our a and r guy he's like you guys i really think you need to start the album with this song. I just really feel it's, it. It represents the heart of what you guys are about. And what it is, is it's a song that it was written, and the whole thing is written from God's perspective back to us, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and this is a big heartbeat of our ministry, is arresting and allowing God's words to soak over us versus always, hey, we're going to emote outward. Mm-hmm. We're going to, we were going to worship hard. Now, and there's another side of it, too, where you can relax and know that you're surrounded in love and know that He's heard your heart. Know that you can expect Him to come and, or, you know, and to break down some of those things. And love is pursuing you as well. And that's also, that's, for a lot of us, that's the hardest thing to do is just stop and relax and just say, you know what? Um, I just want to rest. There's rest. My burden is easy. My yoke is light, Jesus said. There's like, there's a thing of rest in knowing that, that Christ and we are enveloped in love, whether we know it or not. 
You know, we, he, he is directing our, our, our lives, whether we know it or not. He is available. He is present. He is not, he's not what it seems sometimes it feels like. And um, love is there, and it's got you, and there's safety net, and just realizing that and letting God heart. And so even though it's like a, a nine-minute song, a slow nine-minute song to start an album, and, uh, and it, you know, it's our pop- it's most popular song right now, I think, downloaded, because it's the other side. And so it's, it starts like this. I hear you say, I'm right here. Then lay down your stress and fear, and put all your hope in me, and let go of doubt and lean. And so that's like, that's like the essence of the song. And I love, I love your presence. And then it's just kind of that sweet. And then so a lot of, a lot of them, these moments spawn out of the heartbeat of these songs and then people start singing and what you're going to hear a lot of God's heart expressed through different people's hearts all throughout this music and especially on that song. But the unique part about it is it's, it's the Father's heart singing back over us. Yeah, for sure. Well, let's take a listen to that song, Satisfy by Worship Mob here on Pure Worship Radio. I feel you dead. 
And that was the song Satisfied by Worship Mob here on Pure Worship Radio. And we have the privilege of having Garrett on the show today, who's representing that ministry and the heart behind it. And um, Garrett, it's great to have you on the program and kind of hearing these songs, uh, or really hearing your heart behind these songs is, is the fun part. Um, let's talk about uh, the next song on the list, um, the song Our Father Has Won. Yeah, oh, this song is the second song. This song, um, you know, um, me, me and Nico Perez, is a really close friend of mine, we wrote a lot of these songs, and this is the one that was a collaboration about five or six of us that we kind of started in, in our living room. And it, it was just something that was burst out of this, this, this thing that was beating in us. It was like, sometimes it, the plot seems to be lost and we forget what actually happened, you know? Mm. It's the, you know what actually what happened at the cross, exactly. Because yes. what the Bible that I read says that Jesus did some amazing things, and it finished. <laughs> it finished it. The yes. final sacrifice, you know? It's like, they won. And he won. He, he defeated sin and death. You know, we have the flesh life to deal with, but he defeated it, and that is a fact. That is the truth. Mm. And that is that is a place to go back to when things are harder and we forget. Like we get we get you know we get myopic in the the, the world you know of all of our relationships and jobs and you know hard hard things you know. Yeah. And this this is just uh, it's kind of like an anthem, and it just said it's just declaring what actually we believe. This is you know beyond everything else. This is what we stand on. And mm-hmm. you know the the chorus goes you know once broken and guilty, now drowning in mercy. All curses undone, our Father has won. Yeah, amen. Let's take a listen to that song, Our Father Has Won, by Worship Mob here on Pure Worship Radio. Revive, Father, friend. You made our hearts to be.
And that was the song Our Father Has Won by Worship Mob here on Pure Worship Radio. And we're talking with Garrett Shanath about uh, the ministry and the heart behind it and the songs that yeah. they've written and recorded. And um, Garrett, let's talk about uh, the next song on the list, Arrested by Grace. Oh, yes. This song to me is very near and dear to my personal heart. Um, um, this is a song that um, my wife and I, we were writing together. And it was something that had been birthing in my spirit for a long time. And, 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 the, and the spirit of our ministry. It's like our whole ministry. We have kind of a felt like God is saying, you guys, this love is amazing. It's like the more you drink in, the more you can have. It's actually living water. You, you can't, you can't believe I'm loving enough. It's kind of like what he's trying, what he's wanting to convince us. You can't believe how lovable you are. This is what he's, he always is. He's trying to convince us, and it's like, and I, we, we, I talk to people on that myself, it's like, how come there's a part of me that just is, have a hard time believing that? Yeah. Like, fully. I'm talking about, like, when I, I know I'm unconditionally loved, I know I'm not guilty. And I, I know, like, the feelings are that I can see through those eyes. It's just, it's just almost a different world when you can't feel that you're not guilty. And I, you know, and so a lot of these songs came out of that. Again, it's kind of like our father has won. Going back to, like, what is it that we believe again? Yes. You know, what is it? What does grace actually mean again? What does mm-hmm. is, is love do? Is love conditional or is it not conditional? Or is it like, does it keep records of wrongs? Does it not? And like, these are the questions. It's almost like God is like walking us and showing us. It's really cool. And so the song, Arrested by Grace, it's like, it's the, it's the, it's the thing that, that packages everything that, that we are hearing from the Holy Spirit. You know, it's... Um, and it, it just goes back to the gospel and the cross and the finished work of what Jesus did. Mm-hmm. That, we're, that there's parts of us that still I don't know that maybe can't believe it's that good. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe we got messages in our lives that were like counter to that in our hearts. I don't know. All I know is it's like it's good news and it's love and it's unconditional love. And this song, I feel like it, we have actually been arrested, which is like stopped, which halted by the grace of God. Amen. Amen. Well, let's take a listen to that song. Arrested by Grace by Worship Mob here on Pure Worship Radio. Stuck in the mire of a standard too high, best efforts had left me. Weary and dry from trying to trusting this way. in this trial Too weak to dig out But redemption came running With righteous decree I finished the worst child So fall into me Fall into me
That was the song Arrested by Grace here on Pure Worship Radio by Worship Mob. And we have Garrett talking about uh, that ministry and the heart behind it. And um, yeah, Garrett, it's just been so good to hear uh, just what the Lord is doing in your life and your ministry and, and amongst uh, that, yeah. just that group of worshipers and the songs that are coming out. And just really so gospel-centered and Christ-centered. And um, let's, let's talk about another song that we have on yeah. our list here. Let's talk about um, Love Outran Me. Yeah. Oh, this this song is the p- most precious song to my personal heart, and um, it's a song that uh, is the first song I ever wrote with my wife. And again, Nico Nico came into and gave it some <laughs> some awesome touches that really made it stand out. But um, but basically, it was uh, it was a song. It was it was the I I never fancied myself a writer of music at all. This was about four or five years ago, and I know I was praying for someone. It was a national day of prayer, and I had an hour time slot that I was praying, and I was done. And all of a sudden, I heard that voice, you know, a familiar voice of the Spirit. And he was like, hey, here, pick up a pen. And I was like, what, what, what was that? Pick up a pen? Okay. So I went and got a pen. He's like, oh, I'm, about to, I'm about to write a song. You want to write a song together? I was like, yeah. And literally, the verses of this song came in the next, like, 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. And I just started writing them down. It said, to be the greatest, you say be the least. I'm living water, you say drink for free. You ask for mercy, you say, come follow me, you know, and all, all the lyrics are from the heart of like, here's what we're saying we want, and then Christ, and that's what I provided. That's what, that's what I do. I give that to you. And then you can just receive it, know that you have that inside of you. You need to walk knowing that I provided, and I'm the answer to everything, and I'm right in the center of who you are, mm-hmm. and I'm walking with you, and you can listen to me, and, and I, I promise you, you're safe in my hands. You're safe. You trust me. You can trust me. You're going to have eternal life. You're safe. You know, and I'm going to redeem this stuff. Mm-hmm. And this song is that. It's like literally, I, you know, came out of a horrific childhood myself. I mean, horrifying, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, and a lot of those lies and the things when you go through that and parts of my heart that got shut down, that I could, I could it's hard to receive love mm-hmm. after you know, those abusive situations. I mean, man, these are real scenarios. Yeah. And a lot of the people I'm talking to, they have very similar things where their heart doesn't feel lovable. Yeah. It just, you know, they know they're lovable I and mean, they know the gospel, but it's like, they don't, it's like, where is it? And why did this other stuff keep coming out? I and mean, why is there anger? Mm-hmm. Why is there addiction and all these things? And it's like, and this song goes back, and like, I felt like I was at the core, like a crux of this long desert, where I was like, Lord, where's your voice at? What happened? You know, where did you go? You know, and I Mm -hmm. thought he left. Of course he didn't, you know, Mm -hmm. he's just surfacing all the places where I was, you know, scared or blind, or I'd received a lie, or, you know, I was being deceived, and he just kind of allows us, and we trust him, all the fear is birthing, you know, coming out of our you know, minds and lives and mouths sometimes. And what he does, he the whole time he says, Garrett, I'm carrying you through. You know, you don't, you don't know it, but I'm actually carrying you. You don't think you're being carried. You don't feel like you're being carried. You think you're lost. You think you're alone. You think you're unforgiven. You think that I don't know you. You think you're forgotten. You think you're abandoned. You think, you think you're worthless. Mm-hmm. You're not. And these are the songs, and this song to me, it has broken through so much of just that deep heart place that still scared that I'm unlovable, yeah. and that there's a distance, and that Christ can't rip me from the ashes and, and literally save me, and he already has, in fact, done that, and he's revealing it through our lives, and that's what this song is about to me, and yeah. so it's the closest one to my heart. 
Yeah, I love that title. Love outran me. That's a great, mm-hmm. great title. But you've, you've alluded to it a little bit, and you've kind of shared some, um, you know, some real brief thoughts. But maybe you could uh, just briefly share a bit of your testimony and some of the stuff that the Lord's kind of sure. just brought you out of. Oh yeah, and I'll, I'll just quick. Thank you for asking, by the way. Um, um, uh, I, I, I my, my father was murdered, and my two uncles and my uh, best friend were murdered all on the same day when I was eight years old. Wow. And my life got ripped apart, and they were murdered by my family, who had come out of this um, this uh, polygamist environment, mm-hmm. where they were raised in, in a secluded a secluded situation, and kind of led to believe all of these different things. And my father was getting out of that, so he left. But it was a very violent section of this, and it was my grandfather, mm-hmm. and they would kill people who left, and so that's who came and killed my family for leaving. Wow. This, environment, but it wasn't just those four people that were on this list that needed to die. It was called blood atonement. It was this, they usually they used God to kill people, mm-hmm. and um, and so my so my hero, my father was my hero until so like my it was eight, and my eight year old heart was just ripped. And I remember we were there's witness protection program we got put into because they were going to come kill us too. We had to change our names and move, and it was just horrible. Oh, oh horrible! Gosh, my mom, my mom went into a mental institution. She couldn't handle it. Mm-hmm. And um, this was just six months later, and um, just when we thought life was going to start getting back to normal again, you know, when they had caught most of our family, he would he would keep done these murders. And my mom came home, and then the next day I woke up to a gunshot, and she I found her and with my sister. Yeah. And um, she had shot herself and killed herself in our living room. And so that was when I was almost nine. And so my eight, my, when I was eight years old, my life got completely ripped apart, completely. And uh, I was already a believer, but it was rooted in fear. Mm-hmm. And so I thought God was the enemy, you know, like a lot of people do. Mm-hmm. And... Um, and so I was like, I didn't want anything to do with him. And so for the next four years, I was just tormented and terrified that every night I was going to die, because that's what we were told. Mm-hmm. And I, I didn't know how to handle this information. And, um, and so anyway, uh, the good news is, is when I was about 12 or 13, I don't know, you know, you know how God does it. You know how he does it. He finds that one place, you know, that he just can just let you know, hey, the one place he can speak in, you know, mm-hmm. when all is lost. And he, he he pulled me from the ashes, and he told me, um, the guy that engineered your brain, that they told you that's not me. I, I would not, I'm not doing that to you, Garrett. I love you. I'm desperately in love with you. And he just started slowly but surely convincing me, and, and he, we would talk, like, for hours a day, and he would tell me about who he was. And uh, so he basically, you know, I don't know, raised me in that kind of time wow. period. But, but a lot of the other, but throughout my life, a lot of the other stuff has come out, a lot of the pain from that, because my heart got kind of severed. I didn't feel a lot of it when I was a kid, so now as an adult, this stuff is coming up, and those are the lies were rooted in those places of pain. And what God has been doing through kind of these desert years is of rip, ripping out those places, not ripping harshly, but getting to the roots of these, you know, these places where I can't trust that God is good enough, or that I that He has done in my life what He says, or that all unlovable, or and He's bringing that out. And it's not a mental belief. I have a mental belief in this, but it was the, the place of the deepest, most vulnerable part of my heart. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't run to God in my worst moments, and, or my addictions, or my sins. I wouldn't run to. My instinct would be to pull back, mm-hmm. and that let me know, oh my goodness, my heart actually, there's some things that I believe that God's not safe. And that's different from what he told me. So it began to show me that my brain was believing one thing, my heart was kind of believing something different or something like that. And he began to pull those two things together by uprooting all the lies and bringing people that, you know, that could show me his heart. 
And then that's how I began to see the heart of God was through the eyes of other people too. And, um, and, and so that's been the path of my life is him redeeming all the years that the Satan had stolen that a deceiver took. And, and now, um, it feels like, you know, he's done a pretty good job of yeah. like healing and redeeming and you know, making a new creation. And, yeah. You know, and his promises are true. It's just those years were really hard because nobody wants to, nobody can let go. It seems like it's so hard mm-hmm. to truly let go of our dependencies on this earth, on the things that we find value or security in. Mm-hmm. And those are the things that have to go so that we can know how lovable we are. And we can actually in our heart trust that he has our back, that we are directing things, but he's directing things. We're plan. excuse me, we're the ones planning, but he's the one directing. Yeah. And it's trusting that love is doing that for us, and it always will. Mm. And that, to me, has been the hardest process, because it means I'm facing a lot of the fears that came with thinking you're going to die and thinking yeah. that um, God has abandoned you, you know? Because that was the reality when I was a kid, so he's, he's basically taken me and shown me, you know, in those heart, deep heart places that those were, mm. those were not his heart at all, and that's what helped, helped heal some of those, broken, those places. You know, I had a hard time trusting him. Yeah. And uh, he's been really faithful at it. So wow. that's, that's kind of my story. Garrett, that's powerful. And uh, thanks for yeah. sharing that uh, on the show today and, and kind of giving a little glimpse into what uh, you've been through and what the Lord's uh, just delivered you from and, and brought you through. And praise the Lord for that. Um, Thank you. Uh, uh, yeah. Well, let's take a listen to that song, uh, Love Outran Me, by Worship Mob here on Pure Worship Radio. To be the greatest, you say be the
what you're doing You don't have to be afraid anymore I'm calling life into your dead bones Calling life into your heart I want the best for you Oh, I want the best for you Cause I love you Oh, I want you Oh, I adore you I think you're beautiful I made you I think you're beautiful And that was the song Love Outran Me by Worship Mob here on Pure Worship Radio. And Garrett, thanks so much for taking your time and uh, pouring into us that the heart behind the ministry and the songs that the Lord's given you guys. And I really appreciate that and uh, wow. thankful that it's the a, Lord's just yeah. used you guys that way. Yeah. Oh, thank you. It's like such a pleasure. I mean, anytime we get to encourage each other, that's like what it's all about. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why we're here. As we, do, we have a family. And so if this can encourage somebody, man, just know you're not alone. Mm-hmm. You're not alone. This is something I feel like the people need to hear. It's on my heart right now. You're not alone. Just know that. Just know that you're protected and you're not alone, even though it feels like you're alone. Mm-hmm. Listen, because God speaks from your own heart. That's where he lives. Mm-hmm. And so just remember that as we do this. And it's been a pleasure, you guys, to share this time with you. So thank you. Thank you for having us on. Yeah, thank you. And, and Garrett, if we wanted to point people to where they can get a hold of your music, where would you point them? Yeah, oh, thank you. Yeah, we have iTunes. I think it's on iTunes these days. That's, that's the most popular place. Um, iTunes and all, all the Christian bookstores have this song. It's Worship Mob called Carry the Fire album, Integrity Music. And um, it's all it is is a compilation of just our times together that we never thought would get recorded on um, albums. So it's all straight from the heart. It's engaging that way. And uh, we have a Facebook group now, people all around the world that come. You go to uh, worshipmob.com on Facebook, worshipmob.com website. We're revamping right now. Mm-hmm. So that should be up and running here in the next uh, two weeks to a month probably. And then that's going to be kind of the main hub once once it gets ready to go there. Uh, we're trying to catch up now to, you know, what's yeah. happening. So, totally. yeah, that, that, those are the best places, I think, to start with. All right. All right. Well, thanks again, Garrett. It's been great to have you on the program, and we pray the Lord just continues to bless that ministry and use you guys there in Colorado and, and beyond. Thank you. Oh, thank you so much. I love that we have family everywhere. Keep going, guys. This is awesome. Right. We have the light to share, so we're going to share it. All right, man. God bless you. And thank you for joining us today on Pure Worship Radio. We hope that you were encouraged by our time spent together. May God continue to bless and keep you as you live your life of worship, responding to the grace of God. 